Welcome to the Three Things Podcast in Edmonton. I'm Glenn Kubish. The podcast is the weekly product of trying to notice that I notice things that leave behind marks of happiness and gratitude in the overall crush of things. This week, number one, remains. I have a passing acquaintance with debris and litter. As I pedal through the city, I make and, and then instantly erase a visual catalog of things blown away or tossed away or lost. Pine cones, branches, cigarette butts, lots of them, busted coffee lids, plastic wrappers, cash register receipts, soil tissue, dirty string, candy bar wrappers, ketchup packets, feathers, straws, bus transfers, tape, cardboard, napkins, shoes, hats, pants, fragments of shingles, shattered ballpoint pen barrels, balloons, old election candidate signs. I see and then forget pebbles and broken glass and yellowed leaves. There are and there go, as I go by, bindings, chunks of styrofoam shaped like continents, berries, dented energy drink cans, Flattened beer cans, pieces of broken taillights, juice boxes, wire in all positions of torture, yellow and green utility flags, dog poo bags, and hockey stick blades. Also, foil, collapsed milk cartons, condom packages, squirrel carcasses, chip bags, Q-tips, paper towels, tampons, medical prescription labels, twigs, oil stains, IKEA instructions, Doritos bags, hubcaps, bungee cord hooks, blood, coffee cups, wooden stakes, cigarette packages, recycling bags, chiffy pop, fry pans, cannabis capsules, Lottery tickets, plastic flowers, Amazon packages, coffee cup sleeves, chunks of concrete, hazard tape, price tags, apples, fishing tackle, newspaper, fried chicken bones, shoelaces, greasy fast food cartons, sections of PVC pipe, COVID masks, and car mats. Bobbing up from this stream of randomness are, every now and then, objects with more meaning. I once found a page of Pygmalion lying on a section of bicycle lane downtown. A crumpled Psalm 33 found me on a service road on 132nd Avenue in the North End. I've found vegetables. I've found $5 bills, including one fittingly in the Laurier neighborhood. Last week, my bicycle beachcombing uncovered a real treasure. I was pedaling by a filling station in St. Albert. On the lawn, it was a page of loose sheet music next to a songbook cover. I wheeled closer and bent down and and picked up the errand sheet. It was a page from Dylan's Subterranean Homesick Blues. The songbook was Bob Dylan Anthology number two. Inside the book, all the pages were gone except one, the final verse of Visions of Johanna, the rapid-fire rhymes of which I read out loud right there. The fiddler, he now steps to the road. He writes, everything's been returned which was owed on the back of the fish truck that loads while my conscience explodes. Across the score was the print of a dumb gray tire tread. Somewhere in its journey, the page had been stamped by a rolling bicycle tire. Suddenly, I was confronted with the ancient question of how to properly dispose of a body of text. I could hardly leave it exposed on the ground. It would be improper to toss it into a trash bin. I folded it and put it in my pannier. Until I figure out what to do with it, it will stay tucked into the niche of sheet music in a bookshelf downstairs. Number two, laughter. There's a scene in the movie Run, Fat Boy, Run, where the sloppy, messy Gordon character, played by Dylan Moran, is trying in his way to encourage Simon Pegg's dentist to eat right, prepare right, and at least get a good night's sleep before a marathon the next morning. Gordon is coaching Dennis. He's got money on him. Gordon suggests it's time for some carbo loading and then sleep. He prepares a bed for his friend by removing a pile of dirty of his dirty clothes from the couch. Dennis asks for a pillow. There is no pillow. He uses a pair of jockey briefs as a quilt. This is what the exchange sounds like. 
Okay, I'm not going to eat this. Let's just go to sleep. Well, at least let me make your bed for you. Anything else? Have you got a pillow? No. Well, then I guess I'm fine. And this is what the exchange sounds like when you add Sheila, who watched it in the kitchen while she chopped veggies for soup. I'm going to eat this. Let's just go to sleep. S-H-E-L-A-G-H, Sheila, is pronounced many ways by the many who confront its Irish spelling. Shelag, Shelaga, Shelgar. What's that, some ask? A receptionist at the Meta Center was confirming my emergency contact information once and just, well, rolled the dice with, so your wife's name is Shelunch. The true mispronunciation and my favorite will always be Shelaf. That's funny. Okay. Number three. Blue Rodeo. There's a special part of Cynthia where Keeler sings, We put up your tent, watch the stars dance all night, and watch that sun coming up, while Cuddy adds an ascending, Watch that sun coming up, like the sun itself rising. Up there in the nosebleeds, we listen for the notes and the words we knew were on their way. special part in Till I Am Myself Again where Cuddy sings about feeling alone and half-finished and scared and uninspired and angry and then Keeler adds harmony to the line about being myself again as if somehow another voice completes Cuddy's I. Up there in the second balcony section R2 row D seats 290 and 291 we waited for the I I am myself that we knew was coming. played the Jube last week. The show marked the 30th anniversary of the band's Five Days in July record, an Edmonton Auditory Jubilee. They played the songs in order, like we used to listen to music on LPs, knowing which notes and which songs came next. Thanks for being out there, friends. See you down the road. <laughs>